Hello, everybody. Hi, everyone. How are you doing? Oh, that was low squeeze. Say that again. Hi, everyone. How are you doing? Well, <laughs> if you couldn't... How are, how, are, how are we doing? If you couldn't tell from off the bat, uh, Squeezer, this is our first podcast. First of all, this is Rad Years After Dark. It is almost 11 p.m. We've never done a show this late. <clears throat> never. Or, a Rad Years show this late. No. And... Uh, Squeezer and I are doing our first podcast where he is not in the same uh, county or <laughs> city as I am. Um, he's at home and I'm at home and I have the, the board and the, the computers and the magical audio interface that we do the podcast with in front of me and he has an iPad and a PlayStation headset. <laughs> the modern marvels of engineering. <laughs> I'm going to finally pot down our theme music. You know, this is probably going to go smoother because now that we don't have to make awkward hand signals to... Right. We could still see each other. We're face, you're FaceTiming yeah. in through the board. You could hear the board. We, we tested this whole setup, and I might <clears throat> upload this as a joke because our, our, oh, our tests are from... It's, it's, it's about a minute or two long. We did a little test recording earlier to see if this would actually work. And yeah, it did. So we are here. He's home. We both, I, I leave for a, a, not a vacation, but I'm out of uh, the state for work for the next week. And Squeezer and has our schedule for today. Our initial plan was to do it in this morning, this morning, but then, then the uh, snow ruined our, our everything and everything got rescheduled. I don't know if you live on the East coast, particularly uh, the mid Atlantic, particularly Pennsylvania, particularly <laughs> uh, the middle of uh, the, the close to Philadelphia area, but not too much Philadelphia. But we, we got snow here. We got our, our biggest yeah. snowfall of the, the winter. Yeah. In and people forget that they live in Pennsylvania, so they lose their shit. Like it's something new right. every yeah. single like Like they when it happens we, they in, think like, we live in, a, in Hawaii. Like, All right, right, we get it. You people can't drive. But we just, we completely lose our goddamn minds. Yeah. Well, I mean, losing our losing one's mind is fine. I I think it's recreational. I think people are just so bored that it's something that adds a little bit of excitement in their life. So frozen water falls from the sky. So let's. Uh... <laughs> um. So if you completely hate this format, let us know. <laughs> and if you, if you hate how Squeezer sounds, let us know. And we'll never do this again. But if you're yeah. like, ah, oh, this was fine. This is completely good. We're not going to do it every week. It's no. This is out of necessity. Yeah. I personally, I prefer to be bask in your rays of sunshine. It makes makes it, me feel better. It is great. And I like to bask in what you bring to the table. Not necessarily rays like of sunshine. I'm like, do I have a piece of tape? Hang on. Gotta... <laughs> Put it over the little corner. I can't. I can't take I seeing like I my. I'm a monster. This. this is. Hang on, for everyone at home. No, not until I cover my. Well, I'll still see your face. Oh, your setup. <laughs> yeah. You'd think for someone that works in TV, I'd have some goddamn gaff tape or something. Now I'm ripping a paper towel. 
There we go. Now I can't see me. Oh my god. All right. Oh, the podcast. So this is all very fitting though. What what's fitting about it? This whole the use of technology and whatnot. Because uh, I'll transition nice and smoothly right into our uh, uh, this day in history, whatever the hell we we're gonna call it and make something of it. Uh, do you know what happened? Now this sounds weird because when you say two thousand six, it doesn't sound very rad years ish. Oh, you have history for us? Yeah, I got history for us. Do you have a clip? Uh, is there a history clip? No, 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 no. Because oh. otherwise, I would just play a movie trailer, and oh, I like you the... know our track record with watch listening to movie trailers. It's not a. <laughs> I not like a the Chewbacca experience. behind you. Oh, there's Chewie, my aliens poster, my heavy bag that uh, is actually quite firm yet, and uh, my picture of our friend Brian. With oh. a quote hanging up on my wall next to me. What say you? What um, say you about the news? Um, on March fourteenth, two thousand six, mm-hmm. uh, a history of violence. Remember that movie? Oh, Viggo Mortensen. Yeah. The, it's the coffee pot movie where he smashes the guy in the head with the coffee pot. Like that's okay. all anyone ever. I, I never saw it, but go ahead. Ed Harris was in it. He looks like a badass. All right, I believe you. That's not very specific. He's a badass and everything. Okay. Um, it was the last major release of a VHS, uh, by a major studio. No way. That was it. I bet before the end, I would say before 2020, they start releasing movies just like vinyl. I bet VHS because it's already coming back. I bet VHS has a comeback. See, now I was going to, I have the vinyl thing. If they already have it. Say again? If they already haven't done it, I might. Something gets released on VHS before 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking about that. Now, my thing is, like, if you go with vinyl, like, there is a quality to vinyl. I understand, and... but cassette tapes are being re-released now. <clears throat> yeah, I, but th- that's strictly out of a nostalgia thing. I don't think well, people yeah, VHS, are... yeah. People are Not buying everyone's... VHS like crazy. We got to watch how we talk over each other, because I cut you out, and then I can't hear you. Yeah, well, I can, the, the audience you can hear me. can hear us arguing. <laughs> this is gonna go great. All you see in my upper right corner is teeth. <laughs> yeah, I see little zebra bars on your mouth. <laughs> um, uh, what was I gonna say with this? But yeah, I want to because with the vinyl, there is a quality to it. It's people don't just collect vinyl for nostalgia purposes. Well, most do. And again, going back to like last week with the comic books thing, you know, it's like when you're making it to be a collectible, is it more collectible? Like we have a friend of ours that has an insane collection of some awesome VHS, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't say awesome, but weird, yeah. Well, weird, but that's what makes them awesome. Right. But when you just make them for that purpose, is it really is it really as good? I mean, I, I, have, I have a feeling... You're right. We probably will because people see a market for it to buy, you know, to sell VHS tapes for the, you know, that niche market. But like, I, I think you'll probably see VHS tapes selling for that purpose after Blu-ray and DVD. It's long dead. You might be. I have a question for you. Yeah. Is your iMac down there with you in this dungeon? Mm-hmm. We we should have. <laughs> 
Why didn't we? Why didn't you FaceTime me in, over the iMac? All right, so because uh, <laughs> that's what I'm FaceTiming you on, and then we get you one of those blue USB microphones. Uh, well, I was thinking about that. I was gonna stop and pick up a little USB microphone, but it might sound even better. Yeah, but for the, for the future situation, right. the, uh, the options were this week either not uh, like deprive you of a podcast <laughs> <laughs> or do it this way, and we decided to do it this way. And what are we I talk? Just, I don't. I don't want to stop. Because that's what happens. You, you, you miss one. You miss one, and then you miss and then it's two easier a few to miss weeks later, one. and then you miss a whole lot. Now, what are we talking about this week, Squeezer? Uh, we are talking about, uh, how do you want to phrase it? Food places, eateries? Um, uh, classic fast food and, and, and general restaurants that, that are from our youth that don't really exist in what they were in the past. I was interested as I did a lot of research on mine. Like wow, it, really? Restaurants like restaurants are fucking nasty, man. It is a nasty business. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I'm I, I click another article to read up on my favorite restaurants as a kid, I always see the chapter eleven show up in every single one of those articles. Huh. I didn't come across that much, but here's the question. Who goes first this week? Uh, who went last last? Who? What was our last topic last week? We we're, were talking 1991. Uh, you went last. I went. Wait. Did I go last with Super Nintendo? Yes, you did. Yep. So I go first this time. Yeah, you can go first. All right. Oh, good. That means I get to end on a high note. <laughs> uh. I should start first because everyone listening about stuff from fast food restaurants that probably doesn't exist anymore is probably like, well, they better talk about this. You've seen high bars, low bars, wet bars, and crow bars, but you've never seen nothing like Wendy's new super bar. Wow, all the Italian and Mexican dishes I can eat, plus a super selection of salads. And all this at a great price. This is a super bar. Wendy's, the best burgers in the business and a whole lot more. I thought they wanted my autograph. <laughs> I have no idea uh, who, who that guy was. was. I, I, I don't know. I think it wrecks something. Hold on. Let me look Was it, it a celebrity? Uh, from 19, the 1980s. Because just by hearing it, uh, to me, it sounded like a parody of a gluttonous, uncultured American. <laughs> I get all my Mexican and Italian food in one place. Uh, Rex Chapman. Rex Chapman. Oh, he's a basketball player. Oh. And... Should know that. Yeah, I don't really know. Whoa, he looks bad now. His mug shots—the first picture that comes up. Oh, okay. Oh, former, a lot of for, former Kentucky and NBA star Rex Chapman trying to rebuild his life. Hmm. hmm. There's a, a lot of, I don't have anyone specifically that I'll mention, but there's a lot of athletes involved in this show just because they all thought it'd be a good idea to get involved in the restaurant business. It's never a good idea to get involved in the un restaurant Unless you're Peyton Manning and you own like 10 fifths of, whoa. Ten, I forgot my internet's bleeding through here. Uh, Ten-fifths of every... Uh, that's not a real fraction. Five-tenths of every... Re 
Uh, one half. One, five that's tenths is one. That's, you're talking me. betting lines now. Right? <laughs> Peyton Manning owns a lot of Papa John's, and I think he makes a lot of fucking money <laughs> off him because he then is a spokesperson for Papa John's. Okay, the Wendy's Super Bar. Fuck, we, where's my tangent alarm? You got it? Um, I'm getting it. I got I to gotta dub a, like, a good one um, because we, we've been tangenting a lot. I told lot. you, we got to make it a separate cart so I can always keep it hot. We, can, <laughs> right. we both have a trigger button for it. Oh, uh, there it is. <laughs> tangent. Warning. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll keep it ready in case we need it again. Um, okay, so Superbar, fuck. Superbar existed when we were kids in Wendy's, and it was probably the most, If looking back on it, it's probably the most disgusting fucking thing on the planet. Mm-hmm. And, and from what I remember it, and there was a couple variations. At one point, there was pizza, I guess, from what, my research, and I don't remember there ever being pizza. I remember there being an Italian bar, which had disgusting pasta, disgusting sauces, and like old hamburger buns cut up in the garlic bread. There was a Mexican bar, which had taco meat and fill- taco stuff, and, and then like nacho cheese sauce. It, w- it wasn't really not; it was just the the bland cheese sauce you still can get and free- with cheese fries and on like on your baked potato. And they had like a bucket of that and like nacho chips and taco shells, and you can make yourself all the horrible tasting tacos that were wonderful. And then they had like a, a, a garden bar salads and then like two big buckets of chocolate and vanilla pudding that mother that motherfucker the well, super bar but it, the, the beauty yeah. of it was so cheap we'd go in in high school and get like the super bar kids meal for two dollars and like you could you could fill yourself like when you smoke a little uh marijuana which is legal in the states of colorado and oregon and washington and massachusetts and washington dc Disclaimer, squeeze it. It's a disclaimer. So you went to high school in one of those places? For recently? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I haven't had super. Oh man. So what, what's funny is, do you think it's gonna come back now? Now that they're making it legal. The super bar. <laughs> yeah. I, I fuck. They might as well. It, I guess it was just too hard to maintain. Uh, so that that food got a little nasty. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they can't handle coming down to wipe the tables off of ketchup and mustard. Right. So, yeah. Right. So the Wendy's Super Bar was, it's like a thing of lore now almost. You, you know, I, I just remember, I, I, I've I ate it, and I'm not a fan of, like now, could you imagine me eating a Wendy's Super Bar? No. The idea of even, buffets alone. The salad part. No, it's the buffet alone grosses me out. Like I would never go to a, and I have I have another buffet. And I don't think they invented sneeze guards back then yet either. No, it was it was free reign. <laughs> but yeah, um, the Wendy's Super Bar was legit, and it was my it was the only th- reason I liked when. And you couldn't get it to go, obviously. You couldn't go through the fucking drive-thru at Wendy's and be like, "Hey, can I get the Super Bar? Fill up a plate of like pasta and sauce. Give me a plate of nachos covered in that shitty cheese sauce. Uh, make me a couple tacos, lettuce, cheese, sour cream, onions, and then." A couple scoops of that yellow vanilla pudding. Well, if it was my brother-in-law, Chris, he would. Um, it would be much easier. It would just give me a big bowl of chocolate pudding and pineapple. Oh, that's what he that ate was, at Super Bowl. That was my Super, reaction. Super Bar. <laughs> that was. And this was, is who? 
my brother-in-law. I was ta- I was talking to my wife, and she was when we talked about the uh, the super bar. She brought up that that was his favorite combination, and I started to explain the science behind how an acid and a milk product don't mix well. Well, and, uh, I kind of made myself sick, and yeah. Oh my god, they had Ugh. pineapple. Yes, they did have like canned fruit there. Huh. It no, I'm pretty think. sure they were in the back chopping pineapple fresh. <laughs> uh, well, their meat's fresh. But would you would you would you still eat from like the salad or like the the hot bar at like say like a Wegmans or like a high end? I I have, but I rarely do. I don't like it. Well, my biggest issue with it is the whole weight pay by the pound thing. Yeah, you get you like, don't realize yeah. until. They ring it up and it's like it's six dollars a pound and she's like that's thirty four dollars please I'm like I had it's a salad <laughs> oh yeah salad right um but the, the that that was the opposite with the super bar the super bar was like two fifty for you know anything you could eat and it was multiple refills the Wegmans the Wegmans hot bars you pay per pound and it's it, it racks up so and I don't I particularly like any of the food that they have in there and also the whole city I know they check it at Wegmans and it's much the standards are much higher than they are. But who you know who knows what gross people walk by there? That's all I'm saying. So, uh, Squeezer, what's your first pick? Pizza for lunch. I've got three papers. I've got two tests. And I've got pizza for lunch. New personal pan pizza at Pizza Hut, starting at $1.49. And ready in five minutes or the next one's free. Guaranteed. Finish this today and get pizza for lunch. <laughs> No joke. Five minutes. Personal pan pizza at Pizza Hut. Just for one, just for lunch. Just five minutes. Guaranteed. You can't fucking force me to read public or <laughs> Pizza Hut. Cool. Actually, a study came out um, that basically said that it was. Uh, let me see if I have it. Uh, the people were very critical of this. Now we talked book it a little bit when we we're talking about the hand puppets, but I just wanted to go a little more did, specific. Did you notice in our new podcast image, there's a book it pin in there? Oh wait, hang on. Where, let me pull up. Ah, it's too much work. Which one is it? <laughs> Sorry, I was getting it ready. If you were gonna actually pull up the image, no, I'm too. <laughs> Not too damn late. Um, I'd have to, because I'm afraid if no, I go on the, the book, here. No, it's the book, a, all of a book the it pin I had, where end. it was like five or so stars across the top. It's, usually, it's five stars, yeah. but there's there's a couple. There's the hologram pin. Mine was a hologram. The uh, star, and then you have the birthday candle one with that with the math book kids, where you have your Asian, your black kid, your white kid, your androgynous one. No, I didn't have that. I just had I had the hologram pin, and this mm-hmm. was at Catholic school. We had book it. And you get like the book it slip, right? When you get the five, and that's what gets you the pan pizza. I, it looks like a ticket. I, I think so. I, I just remember I like the, the ticket, pin, like, like a, wearing it proud, like look at me. A dickhead state cop would give you for going seven miles over the speed limit, but like a ticket. Yeah, yeah. No, no. He he ticketed you for going seven miles over the speed limit. He was being generous. <laughs> Fuck him. Um, <laughs> it was it's it was more like a ticket that they'd give you in the police academy playset that you could give to your family members for farting in public. You know? <clears throat> that um, that's how the ticket it was a thin there was a thin ticket. It was like uh Yeah. And they'd rip it out and they Oh yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yeah. 
I vividly now I yep that that's how it was that's how I, I mean that's how it was in St. Francis now. and then here's the pain in the ass my parents had you couldn't get the personal pan pizza delivered you had yes, to go we were over this last time you didn't go into Pizza Hut's no we never did so we we were a strictly delivery family so there was a Pizza Hut which I don't know what it is now the the one if, if I'm going to explain to you so our viewers uh, have no idea what I'm talking about um, there was a uh, <laughs> Pizza Hut. Up Hamilton by the Charcoal Diner. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? By uh, the Subaru yeah, I dealer? Like a, I think it's like a blinds place now. Or right, they sell like blinds. Buy, yeah. buy Venetian blinds. Most so, of them became some uh, Mexican restaurant with a metal horse out front. I forgot the, what the hell they call it. Fiesta Olay. Yeah, Yeah, Fiesta Olay's. So this um, one was the one we went to for the one time my dad let me like cash in my, my book at Personal Pan Pizza. Ours has a street, uh, street Fighter arcade machine in the lobby. That's pretty awesome. Oh, shit. Yeah. I've, I've heard people, like, wax, like, nostalgia over how great the pe- eating at a Pizza Hut was, but with the plastic cups, the red plastic cups, mm-hmm. soda cups. and the, I'll, it, I'll tell you this. I don't want to get too graphic. I don't want to get too personal. Um, the last time I had Pizza Hut, I had the shits. So... Take that for what it's worth. <laughs> Should I play the tangent alarm? What? What? No, I'm just saying. I, what is that? What is your What is your point? I'm I'm just saying it goes right through me. I can't eat Pizza Hut. It tastes delicious, but it good goes to right know. Through me. Okay, I don't. I have rarely. I've eaten pizza. When we were kids, our parents would order Pizza Hut. That was like our go-to pizza, the thin and crispy. Oh, me. Oh, see, I like. I was a deep dish kid. I liked. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Why would you want less bread? Jesus, what the hell is wrong well, with you? I, like I tell people, I, I didn't have like white bread until I got to college. My mom would, my mom was whole wheat before her time. I didn't know whole wheat existed <laughs> until like 2004. <laughs> so uh, we would get the thin and crispy pizza, and that was like our, what we grew up with. I never even had Domino's, but then now that now if I order pizza... It's Domino's Thin Crust, and that is still one of my favorite pizzas. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, unless you're eating New York pizza, but like yeah. if I'm getting around here, Domino's Thin and Crispy, shit's legit. Or one of the couple. There's a couple legit pizza places. Well, you would when we did rat. When we, I'm sorry, when we did we're live, I would order Domino's and I'd get that oh, yeah. pan pizza and the Thin and Crispy, and you seem to like that. Well, yeah, and we also because we would each at least pound a half a case before we shot anything or recorded a podcast. So it was always, that was always good, and then yeah, but um, book it. But to, to the point of uh, healthiness of it, uh, so a six-inch personal pan pizza. Yeah. Now remember, we were what maybe ten years old, eleven years old. If that, yeah. All right. So if you base a what two thousand calorie diet for a grown adult. Yeah, we probably should be eating like twelve hundred, fourteen hundred okay. calories. Um, it, that alone with the pepperoni because. Why would you not get pepperoni on your personal pan pizza? When, when, you, my follow-up like, comment on this whole diatribe is going to make you want to punch me in the face, but go on. You're, you hate pepperoni on your pizza. No, I love you? pepperoni. Who doesn't? Okay. I love pepperoni. Um, it's 620 calories, 26 grams of fat, 8 grams of saturated fat, 760 milligrams of sodium. Wow. Yeah, um, it's like it's like I think th- they must have just accidentally dumped a salt shaker into it when they were measuring that one particular pizza. So the one time my dad let me go get because my brother and sister I don't think read, so <laughs> I read my books, 
I got my book at Slip. I got a few of them, but the one time he let me go get it, I ate one slice of the personal van pizza, and then they put the rest <laughs> in the fridge. Because you your your tummy was full. My thought I was full. One slice. <laughs> I uh, I I just ate half of a. You saw the pizza that I put what in the oven. It, the that, I guess thawed and then was. Yeah, they tell you specifically it not to do angle, that. So yeah. the cheese was in the box, and I had to scrape it up and put it back on top yeah. of the pizza. Apparently, they break those serving size down to one or seven slices. How do you cut seven slices? Exactly, because they're assholes. <laughs> um, yeah, but apparently, I. Was that a DiGiorno? It's a legitimate. Like, if you eat half of one of those like frozen store pizzas, give us a brand for fuck's sake. Uh, it's just generic. It's giant. Oh, cool. Whatever. <laughs> Of, co- what of course, you're not going to pay the extra dollar or dollar 25 for the name brand. It's the exact same thing. <laughs> uh, actually, I prefer the ones that they make in the back and they put in a deli. I like. That's even better. I like Elio's. So I really can't one talk. Of those is like more than all the calories you need throughout the day, apparently. <laughs> and I just had one at like 10 o'clock at night. And the extra what? So how, how much is one of these then? So 16 ounces of this liquid bread. Is another what one sixty or something? Well, uh, they put um, the calories on the on the can now. They have to. Yep. Um, uh, Heineken is one hundred and forty two calories. All right, mine's probably like one sixty then or something like that. Yeah. But uh, <coughs> yeah, so that's another like what thousand calories I'll have there tonight. It's and still one hundred forty two calories. 12-ounce Heineken is still 110 calories less than a 12-ounce Coca-Cola. No, oh, that's true. No, I might be thinking of 20-ounce. 20 20-ounce 20 bottle is 250 calories. It's ridiculous, isn't it? This is a very, very well-thought tangent we just uh, <laughs> got on right there. We are. So uh, I guess it's safe for me to go to my next pick, right? My my next one's a two-parter. You ready for it? Ooh. Okay, here it goes. RK's next pick. Chicken tenders. All white meat fillets. Cooked in pure vegetable oil. Why? Because you're worth it. Burger King, the best food for fast times. Remember Chicken Tender Squeezer? I forgot you can see me. <laughs> yeah, we are on FaceTime. Um, I do. They, I, I, I didn't know until a, t- a couple of years ago, because I really don't eat much fast food unless it's Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. So I didn't realize until a couple of years ago that t- Chicken Tenders didn't exist anymore. And I'm really? like, what the fuck kind of world do we live in where you can't get a chicken tender? Those peppery little white meat pieces. Huh. Of, you know how much I love chicken. Yes. Hey, pretty much my diet consists of like 80% chicken and 20% beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so chicken tenders were my favorite as a kid. And they were like they're, they're peppery little. Like I hated the original 
chicken nuggets or yeah, the chicken strips? Chicken nugget the McDonald's chicken McNuggets, uh, because mm-hmm. they were a crapshoot for me as a kid. Now they're better, they're all white meat, but I only I'm a strictly white meat kid. I don't like strange like you get like beaks and the old, remember the old McNuggets? Mm-hmm. You could get, oh, yeah. yeah, they were fucked. You don't know what you, you get a dark meat, you get like it, a beef. It was the bad press that made them change it over. Like Claw? <laughs> well, that too. I'm sorry, the Burger King nuggets still are absolute. Or no, I'm thinking Wendy's. Wendy's nuggets are absolute shit. Yeah, they're bad. But remember chicken like tenders? Them. They were pepper. They had like a black pepper yeah. to them. It was mm-hmm. taste and you a little peppery. And you get, and they came in that box with the little side thing for your for your sauce that goes on the side. You pop it open, you pull them. You got a little holding thing for your dipping dipping sauces. Uh, it, they could never match McDonald's barbecue sauce. Was always the best. But theirs was okay. Theirs was more smoky and, and sweet. Um, as McDonald's was more vinegary, tangy, which I still preferred. That's that, like North Carolina shit or whatever. South Carolina. South Carolina. Carolina normally. Carolina. It was. I'm not. I'm not a saucy person. I prefer like a basic dry rub, and uh, you use you get your sauce from what you get left over from the meat drippings. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, this wasn't an option. So you order chicken nuggets and you don't get anything to dip it in. Sometimes, well, no, I no, do. No, I've been to Dickie's like Barbecue with you. You like sauce. I do, but you know I don't like smother Actually, you know what? It. Yeah, you I don't just really get a go little, crazy. Just a little bit of flavor. That's like, what I, I do. You do... see me dip my chicken so gingerly in that sauce. Like, I watch people put ketchup, like, when they smother ketchup, like, all over their home fries and everything. Oh, my God, no, no. And I just want to reach under the table, grab that hammer, and just... <clears throat> just a little susan of, of sauce is all you need. Yes. It's just a little bit of flip. if if the chef back there behind the counter at Burger King wanted you to have that chicken tender smothered in sauce, he would have done it for you. Which was a craze for a while. They were, they were, they were like when the butt one while trying to like compete with like, Dom. Remember what Domino's gotta be, gotta be Domino's buffalo wings. That whole promo they did. Uh, like Domino's was the first to like deliver buffalo wings. Mm-hmm. And then pizza like jumped on and like the like that jump started the buffalo wing craze in America. Mm-hmm. And so then like places were offering their nuggets like get them shaken in the sauce instead of on sauce on the side. And then you could dip it already sauced in a second sauce like a blue cheese or a ranch. So like adding more cal- uh, calories upon calories. Tangent to- here. Um, the whole like uh, the buffalo wing craze. Yes. Like for me, it's it started very local for me. Like it wasn't like a a big chain or I never thought it was like this big thing. It was just the place that we hung out at had a wing night, and that's where we went in high school, and that's where we had wings. And then oh, see, for we, me, it started as a kid with the Domino's commercials with the flying buffalo. The buffalo would go buffalo wings. <laughs> see, I remember that commercial. I just never thought I I never thought I didn't know anything about them because my family like, didn't really go out in to my eat head, much. It was like. In my head, it's Domino's. I'm gonna get pizza. I don't want buffalo wings from them. Fuck them. You know, I'm gonna go to the local. I didn't have bar Domino's till I finally ordered it on my own. But no, I'm just, I'm just telling you what I know from the commercial. I could pull it up. You want to hear it? No, I know, I know the commercial. The buffalo but maybe we should pull it up for the. All right, let's do it. We're doing. I mean, we're we're talking. We're, Are we're we talking. Able to handle this with all the. There's a there's a lot of accoutrement here, but. What 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 was the first place you you tried a buffalo wing? Uh, I couldn't tell you the first place, but uh, uh, 
Rookie's uh, Sports Bar and Grill uh, is a local place that that's where we would get, that's where all the kids we'd go in high school. And don't get me wrong, it's not like oh I'm cool I'm going here. No, I was a fatty that wanted wings. I didn't care about you know trying to be okay. part of the scene. I found a Buffalo Wings commercial. It says Christmas commercial, 1994. Ooh. Let's see what. It is. Fun dancer, I'm It's a flying buffalo, flying next to Santa. Nice deer. What was that? Santa, he was a program. It's Domino's new buffalo wing. Now when you call for your favorite Domino's pizza, you can get a full order of tiny chicken wings for just $3.99. Beans, milk, and cookies. Domino's buffalo wings. <laughs> How many wings did you get for $3.99? I think a dozen. Yeah, here's wow, another commercial. Wow, that's not bad. Now it's like... Hey, 50 cents a wing. I'm like, the hell with that? I'd rather go get oysters. This is one long game. They even ran out of food. The fans must be hungry. I'll tell There's you about it. buffalo. You remember these commercials? Oh, I do. Now, when you call for your favorite Domino's pizza, get a full order of tangy chicken I was just thinking about this. You don't hear, like, the jock jams as much as you used to back in the day. Was it really nineties thing, Jock Jams? Yeah, but even well, I guess yeah, we were I was gonna say when we were in high school that was a thing, but we were in high school in the nineties, so dear God. That was my first introduction into uh uh Buffalo Wings out of those commercials. I was like, What the yeah. hell are these? That and then when I was in college, um Shorty's, the little pub under, right. underground, mm -hmm. Monday nights was wing night and for ten bucks it was all you could eat. Buffet style, so you can go up and help yourself and load up and play as much as you want. <laughs> they had vats, like vats of blue cheese and ranch and with a ladle. Troughs of wings, I'm sure. Oh yeah, cuts down. they had some. There was a couple pieces of celery, <laughs> garnish, a handful, and then they had, and then they had like the uh, uh, waffle fries, right next to it. Mm -hmm. You know, so you could drench. You can put your waffle fries right next to your wings and just drench it. And then they also, for some reason, they had a tray where you can get hot dogs right next to it. So if you had any leftover blue cheese, you'd get a hot dog, and then you can just use the hot dog <laughs> to clean up the blue cheese Jesus off your plate. Christ. And you got a pitcher of beer with it, too. Do we have some music we could play while I go vomit in the bathroom? <laughs> like some sexy music as I talk about <laughs> this. But then, yeah, so the girls would go, and they would watch... Uh, uh, they would go to one end of the bar with their wings and watch Wife Swap. And then, or no, no, they watched, I forgot what the hell they watched. And then we would go to the other end and watch Monday Night Raw. And then at like 10 o'clock, we'd all get together and watch Wife Swap together. Jesus it was a strange. Christ. At that a was bar? college. Did you drink there? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. You got a pitcher of beer with that 10 bucks too. Oh. 10 bucks buffet style wings they and a pitcher of beer. I'd like to go see you in this habitat. Can we go? <laughs> They don't do it anymore. I went back not too long ago, and they like I got the wing buffet, and they came out with like a plate of five. It's like if you need more, you can ask. I'm like, all right, I need more. Don't make me feel bad about myself. <laughs> there used to be a there used to be a, a trough, a conveyor belt of, of of shitty meat and bones over there, like the scraps that you've now marketed to dummies like me. I digress. Well, there's you got a, that a, a, a bad. <laughs> 
about Burger King's. Sorry, this has been a rad years tangent <laughs> about the Burger King chicken tenders. Anyway, I, I would assume they have to come back, right? They brought chicken fries back. They bring everything back. In, the, in, in 2017, everything comes back from our past. So I have to assume at one point, Burger King brings the back. The Cold War is coming back. The Cold War is back practically. But <clears throat> I think at some point, chicken tenders have to come back. And I would also appreciate if this came back. This is my two-parter of the Burger King uh, uh, segment. Come. You know what time it is. Today, TV. I love this place. Come here, come here, come here. Right here is Dinner Basket Central. What are my options? What would you like in it? French fry or potato? Baked potato. Cold flour salad. Salad. I need to be able to see you and bring it right up to you. Dinner baskets, it's about that time. Chicken, steak, whopper, shrimp. Just coming in with the basket. All right. Mm. Does that work for you? Works for me. It's good. It's your way right away. I love this place. So that was Dan Cortez or Cortez or whatever, uh, you know, from Seinfeld, who went cliff climbing with with Kramer and, and George and George brought sandwiches, tuna sandwiches, and he let go of the line and he broke his face. He was cute and Elaine didn't want to date him anymore. He was also the host of like MTV Sports. Well, he was in this commercial, dan, 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 BKTV, and they were dinner baskets. So there was this Burger King across the street. When my family would indulge in Burger King, it would be very rare. But it'd be occasionally there was a Burger King across the street from this mall called the South Mall in town. And it's where the Hummer dealership was now. And now it's like a Mazda dealership. It's like directly okay. across. There was a there was a Burger There's King. There's a Burger King there, yeah. Oh, sure. And that's where I remember going. Burger King was always the first place I remember that lets you um like mix your own soda. We talked about this. And you you'd you'd mix every kind you possibly could get your hands on. But for a while they did this dinner basket service from like five to eight o'clock at night. So you go in, you get your order, we get our chicken I'd get my chicken tenders. I always got the chicken tenders. Uh, my sister would get a cheeseburger. Brother would get what the fuck ever my bro weird brother would get. My parents would get these dinner baskets, and then you'd get like popcorn as like a they had like a popcorn machine. So like in a bar, you'd fill up your own. You know, in a bar you get dinner baskets at, you fill up your own basket of popcorn. So you get popcorn. You're at the table. You're mixing your own sodas. You're putting everything on the rack in one cup and drinking it. And they bring your food right to you. You don't have to wait. And it's like you're being at a diner, but you're at fucking Burger King. And you don't remember this at all, do you? I don't remember this at all. Because like you were saying, I wasn't, I don't, I couldn't tell you when we went to a Burger King as a kid. Like, the only time I would go to Burger King as a kid is my grandparents would take us for breakfast. And that was a big deal. Hmm. Like, if we were spending, if like my parents would drop us off with them, or like, we were like, we want to stay tonight at Grammy and Pop-Ups, you know, and they'd they take us to breakfast the next morning. We'd go to Burger King because they like the like, little hash brown friend, the little hash browns. The round ones, the, yeah. The round ones that the Dunkin' Donuts basically pirated off of them. Yeah, but Dunkin' Donuts just takes frozen ones and fries them up in a fucking toaster oven. I don't even think they do that. I, I bit into one and I like went into hypothermia. It was still fucking frozen. <laughs> well, that's my that's my Burger King. You ready for your next one? I mean, we're only on your second one. We're probably like at an hour yet. <laughs> Here we go. Squeezer's next pick. You come back to Clover over and over. I love it when the leaves start to fall. 
Because that's when Clover's sweater prices start to fall. Romex, convertible collars, Marlton rugby stripes, crop tops, popcorn, jackets. All 30% off Clover's famous bargain prices. Clover's 30% off sweater sale. The only thing that's falling faster than the leaves is Clover's prices. You'll come back to Clover over and over. What the fuck? I picked that one particularly because it was the most the most awful commercial I could possibly find. It was between that one and the guy that was selling um, the smokeless smokeless ashtrays at Clover for Christmas. Hmm. And they just show an ashtray with a burning cigarette in it in the commercial. Oh, the in this 90s. one, you have a bunch of people wearing ugly sweaters, which weren't ugly at the time. And then when the line where she says... Um, like something about raking leaves or whatever, she actually has like a little like like a rake that you would buy at AC Moore if you were making a wreath with a rake in it. It was just god awful. Now, Anywho, do us a favor. First, explain yeah. to us what the hell your pick is. Second, what the hell Clover is. You don't remember Clover? No, I do. do but you? okay, of course, I do. My Clover my head got stuck. Me. There was a potential lawsuit. The reason I might be so fucked up. Hold on. The reason I might be so fucked up. <laughs> like today, my when I was a kid, my head got stuck in the automatic door at Clover. It shut on my head, <laughs> <laughs> and my dad wanted to sue, and my mom wouldn't let him. Why didn't you tell me this before when I told you that this is what I was going to talk about? I thought I've told you this story in the past. No, I wanted I want to know more about Ryan getting his head stuck in an automatic. Door. I don't remember much of it, but I remember I was so teensy when I was a kid. I guess oh, as opposed to the strapping <laughs> giant that you are today. So when I was a kid, I was the, like the tiniest little person ever. Like I didn't have a growth spurt till like seventh grade. And you remember those old mats that were like the rubber with the lines down them that you'd step on to get the automatic the door pads, open? Yeah. Well, I guess my m brother and my mom went through it. And when I got on it, they're like, nope, not a human. <laughs> <laughs> and it started shutting right as I was walking through and clamped down <laughs> on my head. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then got stuck. Like they couldn't get it open again. So they had to call the fire department or something. And I was like five or six. I don't know. I'll have to talk to my mom. But yeah, my head got clamped in the automatic door at Clover. But how did your head, because were you walking with your head either forward or your head all the way back? Like, because. No, my head was forward. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Were you, was you like face down like a Tiger Electronics game? I, I was probably staring at the. I was probably staring at the ground. Like, I, oh, this is meat and rubber. I was. And then... I was quiet and unassuming and always ready to like. Like my mom was yeah. always. You know, I don't. I don't know. I was a weird fucking kid. So I was probably mm. lost in my own world, staring at the ground, not paying attention to where I was. Next thing you know, clunk, <laughs> stuck in a door. I'm like mom, and this is you know where Coles is now, where you walk outside. Mm -hmm. Where the big radio towers are, where the yep. yeah. So it was that it was that exit, not the mall exit. And I'm like, Mom, she turns around, she's like, Oh my god, your head's stuck <laughs> in the fucking automatic door. Uh so meanwhile, people are going, What the fuck is a clover? <laughs> yeah. So explain what clover is for those uh, people clover not from is the just East Coast. One of many chains of like before there was Walmart. They were kind of like these like Bradley's department stores and like Hills, Bradley's Hills, yeah. Um, uh, I guess would Woolworth be in that? Sure, Woolworth's in there too. Yeah. Um, and uh, 
the big thing now we're like we're talking food not department stores i don't know where you're from but from where we're from clover and bradley's they had snack bars absolutely and well to be fair target still does yeah you know what i was thinking about that but it's almost like dude they serve ices they've got little personal (laughs) shitty pizzas there's not any real food. Well, the, well, the Target around it, the Target is it has a Pizza Hut in it. Yeah, well, it's not real pizza. It's those little bookie it's, pizzas. It's the yeah, it's yeah. And, but there's a, there's an icy machine and everything. Like, yeah, it's, it's but for it's, me, it's there's something about having it. It's having that like little counter, almost like that 1950s uh, malt shop kind of thing going on. But right, where they with, make you a shitty pizza bagel at the Bradley's with, counter. Pizza bagel and a, um, and a, a white the mystery soft pretzel flavor that's been hanging in the uh, yeah, soft in the box for like those are our go tos. I was gonna say eight hours, but I'm gonna say eight days. Like <laughs> they pulled them out and they threw them on there, and there they sat. Right. Um, Destale them in the yeah, microwave the for a machines. minute, and the icy mi- you get the white mystery flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, with just the those the the brown or the blue and red striped cup with the polar bear on it yeah oh, those were but yeah the whole time like there was the only reason that you get me into that store was that yes you can <laughs> then go to the snack bar well to be fair clover also had a toy section they did that is where i got my batman returns penguin action figure oh snap yeah my dad went to clover with me to get something and my dad was an easy sell and I saw this penguin in Batman Returns and he was excited that I was excited for Batman Returns so he bought it for me. My dad, I remember, I don't know what it was about Batman Returns but my da- that uh, it's so closely related with my dad but my dad bought, it started when, the, you know, the action figures always, up. Oh, we're on a tangent. The action figures always come out before the, the movie, right? Mm-hmm. So as a kid, it felt like years before the movie was coming out. But it was probably like maybe May. (laughs) And the movie came out in July. So then he went to a work, uh, the cable convention, you know, work, CCTV Mm. or whatever. And it was in San Antonio. And it was during, I I believe, no. When was the O.J. Simpson? It was 94, right? O.J. The car chase was 93 at trial, I thought it was 94. Was it 93? 90, 90, sure it wasn't 93. I was in 6th grade when they read the uh, read the verdict, because I remember our teacher wheeled the TV and was like, you have to watch this. I'm like, awesome, cool. Oh yeah, it was 94. So that was, that was my dad was out of town for that too. So this was uh, 92. So he came back, I think, from San Antonio and he brought me this magazine about like all behind the scenes of you know they used to make sell those mag they still do probably it was a magazine that they'd piece together with snapshots of uh, shots of the movie and some behind the scenes and they kind of like tell you like the lead-up story to it you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then he took me to see it at the mc on my birthday <clears throat> and bought me and they would sell merchandise and he bought me this pencil with this string topper on it with penguin hanging from his red umbrella. I think we talked about it on this podcast even. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my dad was really, uh, a lot of memories I have of Batman Returns from my dad. And it all started at Clover with the penguin action figure, which was a repaint of the, the Kenner 
super superhero superpowers mm-hmm. mine. Where he was what blue and yellow and white. I yeah, was... yeah. So when they repainted, he was black, red, and white. Yeah. And he um, didn't look anything like the movie, but they were trying to keep no. his look secret at that point. Uh, yeah, and I don't think you would have wanted that figure as a kid because he was legit scary. No, I told you. <laughs> then we went to Rehoboth Beach in Delaware, and at they used to, <laughs> they would sell like applause <laughs> toys at the like the candy kitchen, mm-hmm. and my dad my dad again he bought me this. Uh, I think it was like a seven and nine inch uh, penguin with an actual cloth jacket that looked exactly like Danny DeVito. <laughs> and I carried that thing around like a teddy bear. Ten-year-old <laughs> uh, Ryan shouldn't have been that attached to a oh. plastic, demented sociopath who made a lot of sexual innuendos in that movie. That's what we should we should put a marker in our podcast board that we usually do. Talk about Batman Returns. Batman Returns. Put it on. Copy. I'm going to have a... We'll be working on the database while you're gone. So I'm going to have this whole cross-reference thing. I know it's going to fuck with your whole artistic equilibrium you got. But for me, it'll be a nice logistical thing. I'm trying to bring math and logistics into my world. You need me. So what, what more about... The clover. It's, what oh, was your just, favorite? Not even just clover. You but get, can you I, get corn dogs there? I'm, sorry, we had some break up there. Go ahead. Can you get corn dogs there? I, I think they did corn dogs. I remember the. You know, There's always like hot dogs any, on a roller, right? Oh yeah, hot, hot dogs on a roller. Like any gas station, <laughs> legitimate uh, distributor of garbage food would have. Um, but there's one place in particular, and I'm gonna throw this out there, and this is very local, very personal. No one in out there unless you're from within you know 10 20 miles of the allentown pennsylvania area would even probably have an idea what i'm talking about there was this place i'm not sure it was a snack bar because you know a lot of these places had like a little cafe or something in them at the time too and i'm not sure if it was a, a woolworth or a hess brothers which was a big chain in the area nationally actually before it went under not nationally um, hmm Hess okay. Brothers? Hess's? Yeah, they were yeah, they were pretty big. Okay. They had like seventy some stores. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that until I actually read it. Um now it's a parking lot. Or a No, it's uh a, a, an a, empty an building. Empty, yeah, an, it, once <laughs> once the energy company moves out, yeah, it's an empty new it's <laughs> another empty building with a fountain <laughs> outside for people to play in that summer. I I like I read in the Wikipedia that the building has real estate space. For a commercial real estate space on the ground floor. Like, yes, it does have commercial real estate space on the ground floor. Anywho, there was this little cafe, and you would get hot dogs in there. And it was all, like, yellow and brown. Sorry, I put the tangent alarm up. But there was a mural of a big cartoon bear eating out of, like, a honey pot on the wall. Do you remember that at all? Where was this at? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to find. Okay, say it again. Describe it to me it, again. It was like a little cap, like a little room, like a little cafe, like snack bar. In, in a store. In a store somewhere. Okay. And like I remember just getting hot dogs there. There was no seats or anything. It was just counters to stand at. But on the wall, there was this big cartoon bear eating out of like a honey pot. Hmm. And I brought this up, and my sister remembers it. And then I went to my grandparents, my mom, my dad, a couple other co-workers and stuff and they kind they remember this 
but they don't know where the hell this t was. Hmm. My dad's the most certain that might have been a Woolworth, but I'm not. I'm not so sure on that either. Well, there was a Woolworth in the Whitehall Mall, and there That's was a the Woolworth behind me. And I, the only thing I remember about Woolworth was the birds. Oh yeah. There was, they that. sold birds, and there was always birds like in the store. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Lose. Yeah, they would get out. They'd be all over the mall. Yeah, and then the, but the Woolworth behind me at Crest Plaza, where the Target is now, there's a Woolworth back there too. People are screaming at their yeah. They're like, "This is not relevant we... to us. We're in California." <laughs> or but, uh, all right, I, I meant to do this. I actually had like I remember to do this disclaimer before this even started. Just uh, the nature of this is very personal and very local because it's our experiences. So just kind of put yourself in our place. It might not be a Clover or it might not be a Pizza Hut. Well, a book it was national, but just put yourself in that place. Like those kind of snack bars. But you, everyone had them. They were all over the place. Right. They just don't exist anymore. No. <clears throat> they do. They might, but no, not, in, not in, that. in their abundance, they don't exist. Yeah. And I think a lot of it has to do with people realizing <laughs> it's like, wow, that is just, you're eating absolute garbage. Well, let's stay with the mall squeezer and... Welcome to the Menlo Park Mall. A great place to shop. I think it's this a great is not Harley Quinn, by the way. It's a nice selection of stores and a great atmosphere. Real nice place to shop. There's always great shopping, fun, and exciting special events at the Easy Mall. It's waiting for you. Don't miss our last crash summer sale, August 13th through 19th. Whenever we come here, we find what we're looking for. I like So, the Menlo Park Mall in New Jersey, I found a commercial for it in the 1980s, because uh, there's apparently no commercials for Orange Julius. <laughs> oh, that's what you But you okay. walk out of the Woolworth, and what's right, what's in the middle of the Whitehall Mall, right outside the Woolworth squeezer? Boom. With orange those Julius with those plastic thing. oranges and the the acrylic yep. case in front of it, mm -hmm. the orange Julius, right, right, oh. right, a couple a hundred feet away from the red, little red wagon, little red popcorn wagon. There was the orange Julius stand, and right up from the pits where like there were these sunken pits with benches in it. And yeah, and the fountains. Even back then, as a kid, my thought was that's where all the old people went to sit. That way, when they died, they would just plow over them, so it was already like a pre-dug grave for them. As they put them down there and stay out of the way and smoke the cigarettes because you used to be able to smoke in the mall. Oh my god! I, no, I, no wonder everything. Maybe it was actually like everything was a pearl white because growing up in there, everything was brown and yellow. <laughs> so, I so when you think when they opened, it was all like ivory white and ivory white. It was like the Taj Mahal. And then, and then uh, the, 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 the nicotine and tobacco and tar. You know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. Oh, it's just nick. It's just inches of nicotine. Ugh, which still exists. You could still go to the White Hall Mall and walk through it to go to Comic Masters Comic Book Store. Yes, and see if, the nicotine. If you are in 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 the area, if you are within uh, Whitehall, Pennsylvania, email uh, us first and one, tell us, and we'll take you there. Yeah, yeah at gmail. If I may suggest coming at Christmas time because this, they they basically tore this mall to pieces. There's some of the original stores where they're like the Clover is now Kohl's, the movie theater is now a Gold's Gym. Uh, but it still the has the, it still, still has a sign out front, the Plaza Movie Theater. Like when you're yes, inside, you can still, still see Plaza Movie Theater. <laughs> um, but the only thing left is a stretch of hallway 
that they connected the new parking lot that you can walk indoors to uh, Kohl's and yeah, there's Comic Masters and a pet store that smells like poop. Um, and I think I like a, but an, at Christmas, an Indian they bodega. still decorate the mall like you would the mall mm-hmm. to within reason because um, they apparently they don't have a very big budget. So what they have is they have, you know, those Christmas trees that you can buy. They're like three feet tall that come pre-lit. They just pull out of the box, plop down, plug in the wall, and you're done. Okay. Um, they have one of those, but like that kind of fell off the shelf. So it's kind of in bad, you know, obviously it was free because the store is going to throw it out because there's no good. So that sits in the middle. So you got this three-foot-tall Christmas tree that's pre-lit sitting in the middle of the hallway of this mall. Then you have an orange extension cord that's plugged into the wall running to it and then duct taped down with silver duct tape across half of the length of the wall to light up the Christmas tree. Here, Since then, we're already on a pretty solid tangent, you know that staircase that goes up to the op manager's office? Yes. Remember what kind of storefront was next to that? The, the shoe, shoe cobbler repair guy. Yeah. yeah okay. You remember. Yes. Right. I do remember that. Where, I think that guy is either still alive or he died well before we were born and he was just a zombie fixing <laughs> shoes. Oh man. We tangent in, um, but you can get then, your, but oil- then towards the back, towards the poopy pet shop where I bought my two female gerbils that didn't turn out to be both of the same sex. Um, and we'll get into that in a later episode. They really? have, you know, like you'd have like the bears or like the mice in little Christmas costumes, like playing instruments or singing. Yeah. They have a couple of those set up, like the animatronic Oh, ones. we're still talking about like modern day Christmas here. Yeah. But they're the broken ones from the mall across the street. So it's like that episode of Itchy and Scratchy <sighs> where it's like their jaws are moving and like sparks are shooting out. Oh, yeah. And like the music and Itchy whatever's and coming out of their mouth doesn't match with it. And it's the most horrifying thing. Like e- even for an adult, it's terrifying. But a kid would lose their minds at this but it is it, it is the funniest sight and I, I please if you are in oregon at this moment book a flight for christmas week to fly into pennsylvania and we will take you on a guided tour it'll take about 30 to 40 seconds uh and then but we'll then you could go visit to, dominic uh, at comic masters well no no stop we go visit dominic at comic masters then we okay. go to Dunderbox and eat weird German food and pierogies and drink German beers. Rad.years at gmail.com. We're not kidding. You email us. We'll take you on a tour of this. We, we, we had, <laughs> yeah. We'll just, we don't have, we have kind of real jobs where we work 70 to 80 hours a week, but at any point we can just walk away and no one will know that we're gone. Yeah, we can tangent at our <laughs> jobs like we tangent in this podcast. <laughs> it's, we're, we're scouting a location. All right. Yeah. Um, anyway, Orange Julius is where Orange Julius is where what? All right, let's talk about eggs. Orange Julius were uh, a white egg whites, uh, cream were they? Vanilla f- flavoring. And when I was a kid, you you went to the Orange Julius stand, you get those rock hard pretzels that were there for eight days that you could get at the mm-hmm. counter, or you get an Orange Julius or a strawberry Julius. And occasionally, like later in life, they had a banana, strawberry banana Julius. Nothing else. That was what they sold there, and that was it. And the soda fountain, right? Uh, I don't even remember having the soda fountain. Maybe. Well, I mean, they might have. I just, I always went Orange Julius. But Orange Julius, I didn't even really like them per se. They were just like such a staple. Like every mall had a fucking Orange Julius. I think the Palmer Park Mall, you know, still has one, but it's DQ Orange Julius. We should go. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture now. I guess the the DQ. DQ bought them in '87, but they didn't start integrating them in the DQ restaurants till 2012, I believe. And it all started with 
this guy had a like a soda shop in Los Angeles in the nineteen hundred early nineteen hundreds, and his buddy uh, the orange juice didn't like sit well with his stomach, so he came up with this concoction to to ease the orange and. Yeah, we started selling and people started coming up. And the guy's name was Julius, you understand. He'd be like, give me an orange Julius. Give me an orange Julius. And he went from making $20 a day to $100 a day, which is like making $200 a day to making like $1,000 a day. So he did well. In 2012, Dairy Queen, I can go to Dairy Queen and get an orange Julius. Not all of them, but we should try that. That should be a trip. That could be a YouTube content if we ever get time to fucking make a YouTube video. That was said passive aggressively. Yeah, I can, I felt that. All right. Anyway, I don't have anything much more to say about Orange Julius other than that they were a fucking mall they, staple, I, and see, it's I sad to I go into them. a mall and not see an Orange Julius. What you like them? Oh, absolutely. And I I wanted like the biggest one. I wanted more than one. I was you know just a, a, a glutton. My dad would child. buy it and make me drink, and I'd take a step up like you finish it. Yeah, well, and then, like, I'd have to share it with my mom my sister as we walk around the mall, and then I would be pissed because I wanted the whole thing, and then I <laughs> wanted more. And then she would tell me no, and I didn't understand. I'm like, but I want more. <sighs> God, they were good. Well, should we talk about what? Oh, oh, your next pick. What? Uh, hang on, let me look. I want to make sure how long is that clip. I don't know. I'm out, too, so we're just going to have to plow through these. All right. All right, here's our next one. I'm not worried about Good news today at the Ground Round. You get a whole lot more at the Ground Round. You get a whole lot more. What's the good news? USDA Choice Top Sirloin Steak, just $3.99. That's good news. And new Golden Fried Clams, also $3.99. More good news. Try our baked lemon butter scrub, just $3.99. That is good news. Steak. Clam scrub, just $3.99 each at participating Ground Rounds. We're an hour and five minutes in already. Are you even close to halfway done? Uh, barely. And let me tell you, I feel like I'm so much better at 11 o'clock at night than I am at 8 in the morning. I, I know. Well, um, yeah. That and the beer helps. Okay, so let's start with Ground Round. Tell your story. I'll get into the whole what happens with Ground Round eventually, but do you remember all the little nuances of it and stuff? Like, no, I think it was, I was there when it was so like whitewashed, probably. Okay. To me, it was, um, when I was there, they're probably making it to be like an Applebee's or. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but there was a time that um, they had a scale and you would like pay your weight. No way. Really? Yeah. Well, it was for, like for kids. Yeah. So, yeah, it was. Yeah, now I think it'd probably be like fat shaming. You probably wouldn't even be allowed to do so it. So wait, you so, you would you would sh- I, weigh yourself when you got in, and then no, weigh no, no, you weigh like no, like you would pay your your kid comes in, and he weighs like you know fifty pounds, and you pay like whatever fifty pounds is. Like it's not it's not like you weighed in and weighed out and then paid the difference or something like that. <laughs> so it, wait, that is a brilliant business plan. <laughs> like it's just like the Wegmans, with the. We pay, pay what you eat. What is? What does? Uh, I don't ex- pay what you, uh, pay what you weigh. How does this work? What is fifty pounds? It's for kids. It's like you know you, you like because you assume like you know heavier kids are going to eat more and 
So like rather than like for a kid's menu where you pay like six, five bucks, six bucks for a kid's so meal. So this was meant for parents who had kids like me who would eat a chick half a chicken finger and be full. Yeah, and you know, the kids thought it was fun, you know, because it was like a big like circusy night. Did they have a wishing room where you could get like a toy out of it? Do you remember those? Perkins used to have that. Um I don't remember that. I remember uh at Brown I remember you would get the uh they had the uh, baseball helmet. Ice cream sundaes that you can get. Oh really? Yeah, I had a. I got pissed because I had a. They got. I got a Braves helmet. Oh, so it wasn't local. It was whatever team. It was yeah. They just had random teams. Huh. I think I had a Pirates one too. But why would you give me a Braves helmet in Pennsylvania? You you had the distinct advantage of growing up in the area of all these restaurants. My family would only. Oh yeah, I was I was within like I would ride my bike down to the Whitehall Mall. We were pretty we were pretty close. Which um, which my next pick you don't remember I think and that boggles my mind. Not at all. I don't even. I had to look it up even to see what the hell it was. Um. Uh, what else did they have? They had like part a lot of birth. They were big on the birthday parties. I don't personally remember this, but they used to apparently show like cartoons and old black and white movies in ground round. <laughs> it was small though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's there now? But I, I. But by the time I think. When we remember it the most, like towards the end when it closed, like I was there a couple times, it kind of whitewashes those memories. They kind of turned it into like, at least the one by us was more of a, I don't want to call it a sports theme. Yeah, it was like an apple. Yeah, yeah. It was like very a, like vintagey baseball kind of feel. Oh, to was it? It, it might have just been the decor that they had at you know that particular one. I probably ate um, there twice or three times ever. Ice cream helmets, uh, and apparently. This, they were big, I don't know if they started it, but they did the whole free peanuts, eat the peanuts, throw them on the floor. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. They also had popcorn out front, so you can get popcorn while you're, while you were waiting in the lobby to get in. But yeah, they would have a, kind of like a Lone Star did for a time, too, where, mm-hmm. uh, the Who house. does it now? Uh, what's that fucking... Now? It's Keystone Pub. No, 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 no. <laughs> Who does the peanuts now? Uh, what the fuck's up? I don't think called? anyone does it. Yeah, someone does it. Um, I don't think you can. I know Five Guys uses peanut oil, and they have signs all over the place saying, "Well, they, if get, you they walk give in you peanuts, peanut but oil, no, allergy that? will die." Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse. Uh, I don't think they do that anymore. Oh really? They don't. Even oh no, they do. They do. They do yeah. But you don't throw them on the floor. You have to put them in the bucket. <laughs> yeah, that was the big thing. It's like, oh, you crack and put it on the floor, and you're like. Well, it's fun, and it, it treats the oil is good for the floor, or you could slip and break your neck. But then, too, it's like, you know, so many people have peanut allergies. Like my, What about Jimmy Kramer's yeah. peanut bar in Reading? Oh, yeah. You still do that with there. The, with their uh, picnic table tablecloths and their citronella lights in the inside. Am I right about that? Mm. Maybe I just made that part up. I think you did. Might have just been the tablecloths that did it. But, yeah, um... I don't think I. I it's got to be hard now, cause like when. So many. Do you remember allergies. people having peanut allergies back then? No. So yeah, I don't know. Like now it'd be like genocide out there if they had, you know, peanuts out in the restaurant. I still I think that's what got to Stan Myers actually. I don't think it was the government. I think he was eating at a ground round one day and realized he was allergic <laughs> to peanuts and he goes running out. I've been poisoned and drops dead in the street. <laughs> you know who Stan Myers is, right? No. No. He's the guy that claimed to have invented a uh, 
water fusion cell for a Oh, yes, 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 yeah. yes. And he went on the news and was bragging about it. And then he's like, yes, and the army is sending, or the Air Force is sending a, a colonel yes. or an officer over the. And next thing you know, he's, yeah, he's poisoned. Yeah. And yeah, he was poisoned. Yeah. Uh, as it turns out, I did a little more research and like did multiple trials, and he, uh, it was a complete hoax. Yeah, he was schizophrenic, wasn't he? I, I don't know about him in particular, but his invention uh, shatters the laws of thermodynamics. So he basically what he described as a perpetual motion machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well. Uh, anywho, but before we go ground round, so why they're not around anymore or why there's a couple of them. So there was a, a corporate entity, the franchiser, and then you had a bunch of franchisees. So it was like a 50-50. I think most of them were corporate and then you had a bunch of franchise stores and then one day it was a friday night during like rush like the dinner rush and word comes that they had filed for chapter 11 they were closing all the stores and this is like you know six o'clock on a friday night and it wasn't like okay let's finish out the night and we go home no it was they were the waiters would come out hand people their like uh takeout containers Pack up your food, get out. They would get out, bar the door, and that was it, and walk away. They, some staff would take it out on shattered dishes, shit like that. There were a couple places I, I thought was awesome. They stayed open the rest of the night and pocketed all the cash from selling food. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then what happened was, that's, so all those places that man. were owned by the corporate entity shut down like instantly. And all those people, their paychecks bounced. They got screwed. Uh, the people that had the franchises, they were still open because it was their money. But the news didn't differentiate between them and the franchises. So they said they took like a 20% hit like instantly. And I think the one by us that we went to, that was actually a franchisee because uh, I read an article of the guy that owned three in Pennsylvania. And I can only assume that that was one of them. <laughs> um, but then what happened was the franchisees, franchisers, what – the guys that owned the franchises, they got together. There were a bunch of lawsuits, a bunch of legal mumbo jumbo that I read that I didn't understand. But now they are like a conglomerate of franchise owners that are basically like almost like being self-employed. Fran- like you don't like owe a union? the franchiser. What's that? Like a union? Well, yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, it's like it's there's no higher <coughs> entity. It's they all kind of pay in together. It's like socialist restaurantism like a union sure all right that's cool yeah it's uh, it's interesting so my next pick i'm gonna give a little preamble before i play the the spot it was down the street it was kind of i remember it kind of across the street from um jordan lanes it was on 7th street oh shit with the alligator uh no i don't is there an alligator i don't think there was an alligator Alligator might have replaced this place. It was uh, it was by what's Rack Rena Center, but the place was called Racks, R A X. Yes. And I just I, I had this vivid memory in his mind of me as a kid eating like a, a a strip of ham cube. You know what I mean? Like you get in a salad, a chef salad. Mm-hmm. And then I I remember like Racks, and then I'm like, no, that's the Rena Center. I'm remembering it wrong because because what's down there now is a Rack Rena Center. But I was like, no, this was this was called Racks. We ate there, and I definitely remember. And then I finally like <clears throat> dug later in my life, 
and found out, yes, this place was racks. And now they still exist in a few places, but they, they're kind of like an Arby's. They only sell like roast beef sandwiches and baked potatoes. But at the time they did serve like chef salad and stuff here. I'm going to give you a little, a little taste of the commercial. I'm going to play two back to back. Well, I'm tired of the same old thing. The same old way. Come on at home. Finds a fast food lunch. Create your own at the new Racks Lunch Bar with chili and toppings, Mexican hot veggies, soups and salads, all you can eat all for one place. It's fast food with style. Come on and hold me in a brand new way. Well, Rax did it again. Now you can make your own mini sandwiches with cold cuts and sandwich breads right at the Rax lunch bar. Plus, now you can make your own chef salad. Plus, you get all the other great stuff. All for one low price. Big Al's excited. Because I'm tired of the same old thing. The same old way. Come on at home. Mini sandwiches and chef salad. New for summer at the Rax lunch bar. Wow. How about that? So, I remember this now. You do? Yeah. It was, there was an alligator uh, mascot that they had. Oh, did That's they? all I remembered. Oh. So, yeah, this place was a place we went to, and I remember eating. The only How weird was our memory? The only thing I remember eating was a sliver of <laughs> cubed like ham from a chef salad. And I'm like, wait a minute. This was a roast beef restaurant? This was like a bar. And that, now, I'm talking, we talk super bar. This was like a bigger bar. But then, like, when I did more research, I'm like, yes, they had, like, a sandwich bar, chili, salads. You could get a lot at this place. And uh, we ate, definitely ate there. So I reconfirmed with my dad over the weekend. Yes, this is the place. And here's a memory that's going to blow your mind. So Jordan Lanes was a bowling alley across the street. But underneath still it still is. Underneath it, there was a store storefront. And one of those storefronts was Wild Samoans Pro Wrestling Training Center. Inside there was a ring and a lot of a lot of pictures and wrestling belts. And this training center was operated by Afa, who was part of the Wild Samoans, who would later go on to manage the Head Shrinkers, who was the uncle of uh, The Rock. He is the father of Rikishi and Rosie, right? Or Rosie's right. his cousin. Um, there, I mean, there. There's, there's every Samoan in wrestling is connected yeah. to this family in Allentown. So one day we are down there and we're going to eat at Racks, and we hear the Undertaker and the Ultimate Warrior are across the street signing autographs, just right out in the open. It was incredible. And the Undertaker and the Ultimate Warrior were, were, were dressed in normal. They weren't dressed in the wrestling gear. We're just outside of this wild Samoan. Do you remember this wrestling training center? I remember, yeah, because uh, I mean, I grew up right across. Well, across the street and across the Shady Park and across the Dirty Creek and Shady Bridge up the hill of Poison Ivy, that's where I lived. Right. So there, it wasn't too far from as the crow flies. There, there is so much WWF history in our little town. In fact, the where the Home Depot is by the mall used to rest this George Washington Motor Lodge, which is the primary place uh, where, it was where Jimmy Snuka murdered his girlfriend. And he mm -hmm. just he just passed away, but he was on the verge of a lawsuit. He was about he was he was on trial again in Allentown. Yeah. For murdering her. 
And also Vince McMahon apparently ran his steroid ring out of this. And it was uh, in very much in play in the Vince McMahon Hulk Hogan lawsuit, which a lot of cocaine in that building too. Right, but the lawsuit was heard at in Allentown at the at the whatever the Hall of Justice, <laughs> wherever they hear they hear courthouse. They hear court, okay, courthouse, sure. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the, maybe in Gotham City it's the Hall of Justice. There was a lot of there was a lot of uh, there uh, like up the road towards Reading. There was this town called Hamburg, and they had a field house. And Vince would film a lot of uh, his live events there. And there was Ag Hall uh, here in Allentown that Vince would film a lot of it. And then Stable Arena when the shows got bigger at Lehigh University. Um, but Vince Vince did a lot. Vince McMahon did a lot of WWE shit. And the Wild Samoans Wrestling Training Center under Jordan Lance across from Racks. So I, I remember Racks, and I, for years I was trying to like figure out what the hell this place was. But just recently I found these commercials. I don't know why I never looked on YouTube. YouTube gave for me Racks. Yeah, R A X Racks. Now they See, I, they still I exist. I forgot it was even called Racks. I just remember the, the restaurant. It's a tire store now. Um. Because it does, it still has like that same glass, yeah, like front yep. to it. Um, but all I remember is I, I remember there was uh, an alligator that they had. That uh, now that you say that, it's, part it's come thing. back to me. But uh, and but if you if you Google image ra- racks restaurants and you'll see there are some like plastic cups. They're like a uh, little take home like coffee cup water bottles that you. Would get that Hold on, you're breaking you up. You're like not. Your you're not. Soda in. They're like up. yellow, orange, and green. Okay. That is. As you oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, we had. You know what? Right. I had these, and I thought they came from Dorney Park. Yeah. I now, this those bring it all back together. Now I remember that place. Yeah. So. The inside kind of looks like a Wendy's. Yeah. Well, it's very much like the Super Bar. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to send you this picture, and you look at this was the sign that was outside of the racks. Oh, they had Halloween ones. That's right. There was a pumpkin. There's water bottles. Are you sending me a picture? You see that? Hang on. Oh, there it is. That was the sign that I remember. I, who, I'm going to post some pictures on Instagram. We'll find out what people remember. <laughs> I remember I had fun, I had, I had this me- I had this memory that I lived with forever of of eating a, a stripped a strip of ham cube, and I can never that, figure that's out. It's still so weird that that's that's what I rem- that's what I remember eating. Yeah, how about that? Like all the vivid. There's also I also have vivid memories of someplace else that was kind of where the the Red Lobster is in the Lehigh Valley Mall in that area. But mm-hmm. I, for the life of me, I can't piece together exactly what it was. At Red Lobster? No, because that was it, always a Red Lobster. I know it, it was oh in that area, in that area, we would never mm-hmm. have eaten that Red Lobster. But I think it's time to move on to. I mean, I, I think everyone listening thinks it's time to move on to. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we at? Seriously, I can't. It's it's we got such a setup here. I, can't I mean, we see. we started this yesterday. <laughs> we did. We did. This one, you should like this one. Grumpy, frumpy, down and dumpy, icky, creepy, crabby, weepy, yucky, mad, or just plain sad. Then you need showbiz pizza. Then you feel happy, giggly, glad, and wiggly. Wacky, bumptious, silly, scrumptious, funny, giddy, zany, witty, sassy, 
Showbiz Pizza. We should have just called this the MacArthur Grape Road. Show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. MacArthur, Grape Street Show. Like everything we're talking about. Everything. Restaurants. Superbar, Wendy's, right there. Burger King, still there. Uh, pizza Hut, now with SLA, there. Clover, Ground Round, Showbiz Pizza, Racks. Yeah, we should have, and the Orange Julius. We should have called this. It was all, all, all of this, every single thing we mentioned is within a half a mile radius of each. Like it's, there, there were two malls. There was one, the big mall, and then the smaller mall, just on opposite sides of the streets of each other. And uh, I mean, yeah, that's where everything. And then there was a strip mall behind the mall that had the movie theater. In well, it. well, I'm looking at the rest of our picks, and guess what? We don't. We're not leaving this vicinity. No. <laughs> no, we're not. See... Nope. Nope, we are not. We even talked about twice the restaurant that replaced your next pick. No, the the pick we're on now, I'm sorry, Showbiz Pizza, is now a yeah. Chuck E. Cheese, which still now exists in this mall. Your next yeah. pick got torn down and got turned into a, a Golden Corral. A Golden Corral, which we mentioned twice in this podcast. Which you're gonna you'd be surprised to realize that the Golden Corral might not be the most unhealthy option at this location after what I tell you uh my last pick is. No, I I mean I never ate at your next pick, but I that was like really talk of the town, yeah. Hmm. I didn't get into Mexican until I was older. Oh. oh but tell I us about Showbiz Pizza. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even call it that. Listen, it's it's hard to like talk about Showbiz Pizza because it is it still exists. It's Chucky was there and yeah. they just kind of Chucky well, Cheese. See, Chucky was there because by the time we were old enough, they were already fusing okay. the two. Because I didn't I didn't realize this. Like I just thought, okay, uh, Showbiz Pizza was there and then Chucky e. Cheese came in and bought him up and that was it. Mm-hmm. Uh that wasn't the case. Uh so Showbiz Pizza started in like the late seventies, and there's this guy uh, Aaron Fector, uh, who's like this genius engineer. And what better way to use your abilities and skills than to make animatronic singing robots for kids' restaurants? Um, and he and another guy. Oh, this guy he invented whack a mole. That's his. Oh this shit! Guy invented My whack-a-mole. dad's favorite boardwalk game, whack a mole. Um. I wonder if because of that, because in Showbiz, when they remodeled Showbiz and it became Chuck E. Cheese, they re- remodeled a lot. They updated everything, new new ball pit, updated the games and stuff. But the um, air cannon that launched like the uh, ski ball balls at like the fuzzy little hair yeah, guys right, they right, tried right. to knock down, yeah. that stayed. That was always there. I wonder if that guy like invented that thing too. Who knows? Maybe. When I was a kid, they used to serve beer there. Really? Yeah. When, that point. when it was showbiz yet? Yeah. Um, For parents. Well, what happened was, so, uh, Atari created Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, right. oh of course. Um, and then uh, this Aaron Fector guy created, he had his own company, Creative Engineering, making these animatronic guys. And he got in with this uh, guy named... Robert Brock owned, uh, I think it was Holiday Inn. Like, he's the biggest owner of Holiday Inns in, like, the world or some shit like that. So, like, we're going to go into business, and we're going to basically take this Chuck E. Cheese model, we're going to make showbiz pizza. Um, And I I don't know if they did, I don't think they did the whole, I don't know if Atari did the whole animatronic thing yet, but... What uh, was the band called? hmm? What was the band called? Uh, The... Band for the animatronic band. 
Oh, it was uh, uh, Rock of Fire Explosion. Rock of Fire Explosion, baby. You and can still buy Wolf- those on and, eBay. And uh, Wolfpack 5. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had Billy Bob on guitar, and he was like a hillbilly bear. Fast <laughs> uh, Geronimo, who was the uh, silverback gorilla that played keyboards. He was like the star was, of the show. He scared the shit out of me. And he was, was Terrifying. Terrifying. Scared, scared the shit out of me. Shit out of me. Because he was legit. Like, you would, like, if you, you know, by off chance, like, caught a glimpse of it, you thought there was a legitimate gorilla that was going to rip your was, head off. Was it the critic that mistake the Clinton family for the Rock of Fire explosion? Was it that cartoon or was it Simpsons? Oh, it had to be the critic because if it were Simpsons, I would know exactly what episode it was if it was Simpsons. So. Anyway, and was it, you know, back then? Yeah, it was back then. It was back when Clinton was president. Uh, I have to, hmm. I have to find that. Uh, and then you had, uh, what was it? Duke Love? Was that his name? The dog. There was an astronaut dog that played the drums. And then you had, um, uh, like the what was her name? The Mitzi Mitzi Mozzarella was a mouse. Uh, Beach Bear was the polar bear. Uh, uh, Duke LaRue. That was Duke LaRue was the, uh... No, you know what? I'm thinking the hillbilly bears. Oh, yeah. Well, they were, they were all kind of, they had like a sideshow. Because Billy Bob, uh, with a little banjo bear, he would play on like, they had the three stages. So the Wolfpack Five played on the main stage. Billy Bear was to the left. And then, uh, Rolf de Wolf and Earl, uh... Shamiri, it was like a weird bird. I don't bird thing. Um, they were on the right stage and would do like a like a vaudeville act, kind of like that. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I remember. So yeah, you had you know you had your dinner and a show, and then um, you know you had all the games and stuff out there, and it was I remember being a kid a little bit like you wanted to stay when the younger you were you wanted to stay and watch the show because you wanted to see the robot creatures do their thing and as he got older like the hell with this slam down this greasy ass pizza which still nothing has ever come close to recreating Chuck E. cheese pizza <laughs> i can't wait a little bit because i don't we're not allowed in there no i went i went uh, a couple years ago you know, trishy her uh, uh our friend trish from the war live mm-hmm. days her kids were having a birthday, and I convinced them to go to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. So they both got like terribly <laughs> sick afterwards. Not yes. like foodborne illness, but like catching a cold because just rolling around the ball pit of germs. Right. Yes. Yeah. And but like that, I said, you had pizza to took me right back to yeah, go right. to yeah. that. Yeah. Now I just got to wait a little bit longer. Uh, yeah, you got so one. Can, you got I one. Can go back waiting. to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, you can't go without Uncle Ryan though. I'll bring you. All right. We'll bring on. Hopefully that Jurassic Park game is still there. The <laughs> Jurassic Park. Well, there's uh, two. There's Lost World and Jurassic Park. They're the, both the kind of the same, one. but yeah, they're the both exactly the same, but they're yeah. just a little different. Um, but that that was a, a Chuck E. Cheese thing. So what happened was, um, uh, what the hell? CEC, the animatronic company, they filed for bankruptcy in like '84. Um, then they got. Some, was that it? I don't even remember. I can't read my own handwriting. Um, but Showbiz Pizza actually bought up Chuck E. Cheese. Um, so Showbiz bought Chuck E. Cheese. 
Okay. And then this uh, the guy that started this whole Aaron Fector guy, he left, and then the company went public in 89. And that's when you saw them kind of then transform everything slowly from the showbiz over to Chuck E. Cheese, and they kind of streamlined everything. Okay. Because once it went public, now they expect profits. And, um, yeah, they did away with the <clears throat> horrific gorilla and replaced him with, like, a purple space monster gorilla guy. Oh. Um, I remember that. But, yeah, then uh, yeah, then they updated to uh, everyone became Chuck E. Cheese. So it's actually uh, uh, showbiz pizza is still in existence. It's just... The facade is Chuck E. Cheese. You know, it's not you, like you, you think like Chuck E. Cheese bought up Showbiz because they're all Chuck E. Cheeses. It's just they saw there's probably better branding with the mouse than the right. Uh, so the place we bears. went to as a kid, it's the same building and it's essentially the same shit. Yeah, and it's yeah. So so we got to get there, right? Oh yeah. Make sure Will Squeeze that's ready to go. I, right. I need a, I need a little Remember, plastic spider ring. Let's, uh, who doesn't? It's going to be 30 fucking tickets. Let's remember when we were a kid. I mean, as adults now, we don't eat McDonald's a lot because McDonald's is kind of disgusting, right? Depends how drunk you are. Exactly. 100%. But remember as a kid, like, McDonald's was the Christmas. Like, McDonald's used to come alive during Christmas. Remember it? Mm-hmm. Like, the, the 89, the Little Mermaid ornaments for, like, 99 cents. With the food purchase, you could get like a Little Mermaid, Sebastian, or Flounder ornament. And then, oh, I had the Flounder one. Of course. And then like the Rescuers Down Under, and all the stuff like the remember the Looney Tunes dolls that you'd get for like a dollar forty nine with food mm-hmm. purchase. Okay, so you 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 know that McDonald's was the holiday like when it came to Christmas back when we were kids, like McDonald's was the defi- remember the McDonald's holiday treats. I'm gonna take you there right now. For those with a talent for brightening up the holidays, McDonald's has something special just for you. For a short time, we're serving holiday chicken McNuggets with a festive orange sauce. There are also thick, rich eggnog milkshakes and cool peppermint sundaes. They're just our way of lighting up the season. Your holiday place, McDonald's. So, like, I remember, like, Holiday McNuggets, but, like, I, I don't, I, I don't really, re- like, it says a festive orange sauce, I don't remember that, and then I looked it up, it, it, like, before the festive orange sauce, they came with, like, a cranberry orange sauce or an apple cinnamon sauce, it came in the special box, but I do remember specifically the eggnog, eggnog milkshakes, which were uh. re-released in 2012 or something. But then, like the sun, soft serve sundays with the red peppermint um, mm. topping, the the syrup, the red peppermint syrup. So it looked like a candy cane. But fuck, do you remember like what a treat it was? And then like they would do like the the Happy Meal toys, the Barbie, and the Hot Wheels. We even talked about it, Money Money Mac, and Polly Pocket. Like every year, McDonald's owned Christmas. So much that like chicken nuggets and these like milkshakes and these sundaes were the de facto official foods of Christmas, if you will. 
Is this any of this stirring any memories up for you, or are you completely lost on this? No, a little. I remember just because I, I, I just remember they would, um, I'm trying to, more the commercials. McDonald's yeah, the commercials are anything. Santa. Yeah, uh, everything, um, yeah. The commercials. But for me, uh, we didn't, I don't think we really went into McDonald's much. Like, and we never my went mom in, almost we tried to make it cliche for us that we wouldn't. What's what's that? Like she almost made it so it's like no, you don't like trying to like Jedi mind trick us into you don't want to go to McDonald's, but you know. But you ate every like we were never the reason why I remember this is like we were never we were rarely allowed McDonald's, but like oh for, my like, god, I'm looking at a picture of the box that Flounder came in. I remember that vividly. Of course yes. you do. So so like our parents, it would be a special treat. And then in Christmas, it was the extra special treat. That's why I remember this so much. Like my mom would, or my mom or dad would want the the eggnog milkshake. I still would never eat, drink eggnog to this day, but they'd get us like one of the the, the peppermint um, uh, Sundays, or they'd get us, you know, one of the treats. It was a treat, and that, and then remember the hol- the holiday pie, which was like this. It, so the McDonald's apple pie is this crust, which has the cinnamon baked in, and you know it's got the apple in it. But this holiday pie was the same crust, but it had like like these funfetti sprinkles baked in, and this vanilla, like warm vanilla custard in the middle. And it, it, eventually they re-released it, but I remember my mom bought it. She let us split it. We never got one of our own. It was always split, and it was partly because we grew up poor, but also because my mom was always very health conscious. Surprisingly. So yeah, I just remember. I mean, I one thing I went back would want back is for McDonald's to. If, if if I was a marketing executive, I would be like, "Hey, listen. Let's get the rights to re-air these 1986, 1989 McDonald's holiday commercials, and bring back holiday McNuggets. Bring back these shakes." Serve them in containers that aren't necessarily made of styrofoam, but look just like their counterparts. Like, fucking people are not taking enough advantage of nostalgia. Look at what Nintendo did when they released... I think I'm with you, but I think it gets tricky there because all these, for the lack of a better word, pussies um, are going to complain when they see that Ronald's on there and go, hey, there's a clown marketing fast food to children. No, no, that commercial I just best. played to you, they didn't even have Ronald in it. Like, you could sell Holiday McNuggets. Like, there was this Holiday McNugget commercial, I remember, that was at, like, a, an office party. And, like, there was no Ronald McDonald in it. Like, that, that's all you got to do. You got to play this old commercial and and and... People who are like us, who are like just like, you know, in love with nostalgia, and people who are listening right now. Hold on, holiday McNuggets. First thing that popped up when I tapped up holiday. Okay, holiday McNuggets commercial. Hold on. Warm up all your holiday activities with something new McDonald's Holiday Chicken McNuggets. In festive 9 and 20 piece packs, tasty chunks of chicken, and two new sauces. Tangy cranberry with a twist of orange, and sweet apple spiced with cinnamon. God, Can I want chime these. In? 
before holiday McNuggets are gone. Come on, you tell me you run this commercial that I just played, and then you, you re-release holiday McNuggets in the same box with the sauces, you're not going to make a fucking fortune over Christmas. Nostalgia value alone squeeze it. They run that commercial. No, I guess. No. Yeah, we do. I mean... You know they still already... have those on original fucking one-inch uh, preserved yeah. tapes. Bring them on over. I'll digitize them for you. <laughs> they probably shot it on film. It's probably telecine, for fuck's sake. Uh, I can't do that, then. No, I was going to say, I'm bring just them on saying. over. I'll pop it in. Like a ma- you give me some... Uh, I'm, I'm, you give listen, me some, I'm give giving... Give me some holiday McNuggets in exchange. <laughs> We'll I'm, sure it's on th- I'm sure it's on three quarters somewhere. We'll work for holiday McNuggets. I, I'm just saying right now. I think the YouTube quality is better than three quarter. Like if 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 McDonald's wanted to, they so Beauty and the Beast just got released and they're redoing Little Mermaid. Let let this fucking Disney put this Little Mermaid live action out. Bring back the same exact fucking ornaments you sold before the flounder and the Sebastian. And dollar forty nine with any food purchase, bring back the fucking shakes and the fucking paper cups that look like the old styrofoam cups. Bring back the fucking holiday McNuggets in the same box with those sauce, those weird sauces. Bring back the soft serve ice cream with the peppermint syrup. I'm telling you, McDonald's, you will make a fortune in nostalgia. You run these commercials, you are going to murder it. Do you not agree with me? You you have squeezer face right now. I can't tell. Yeah, I'm um Here's another one. This little mermaid movie that you're speaking of, does it have an MPAA rating yet? <laughs> they haven't even shot it. It's just on the uh, list of Okay, hopefully it's R. <laughs> with something new. McDonald's holiday chicken McNuggets in festive 9 and 20 piece packs and two new sauces. Tangy cranberry with a twist of orange and sweet apple spiced with cinnamon. Better chime in before holiday McNuggets are gone. And f- Why is she talking to me like that? Because she's so happy. That's Stop just... trying to seduce me with your nuggets. Oh, here's, yeah. I don't know. I, I just love this idea of... <laughs> No, I'm I'm all for it, and yeah, I mean, yeah, the marketing is basically done. The commercial shot, not that. Although to be fair, nowadays it'd probably be cheaper just to reshoot a commercial from scratch than to transfer that over and digitize it because no one wants to spend money anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you can't do that. You just pull this commercial. I'm, I'm telling you, if, if I get you, I no no, I'm I'm just I'm being. Uh, now, normally uh, when you eat McDonald's, you're going to feel like shit afterwards. Contrarian. Right? Yes. Yes. We all learned that from Super Size Me. Uh, absolutely. All, well, unfortunately, the people who ate at this next restaurant didn't think they were going to feel so bad afterwards. What's in Chi-Chi's new Sonoran sampler? A grande burro and... A chimichanga plus fried ice cream. So for just $7.99, you get our Sonoran Sampler. Sonoran Sampler. Or a song. Jesus. So you never ate a Chi Chi's? Was that a. No, I didn't. Was that a Deadpool commercial? <laughs> 
uh, uh, Chi-Chi's. I remember uh, was there was this girl hmm? in Catholic school who used to bring her chocolate milk and her packed lunch in a Chi-Chi's glass salsa bottle. That was my only memory of Chi-Chi's, other than like seeing it in the in the mall. Is <laughs> people that have a I lot of money at St. Francis? Look on my face. Yeah. I can even see it right now. Looking at you and what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a true story. Nicole Czechia. I'm gonna throw that name out. That was second grade. Oh, that is. So Chi-Chi's doesn't exist in the U.S. or Canada anymore. It's still in like United Arab Emirates and. Uh, doesn't Hormel Belgium. own it now? Uh, what? Hormel Foods own it? Uh, Hormel owns. Yes, Hormel owns the, the them generally now, like the the brand the ones home that brand. Are over in Europe. I don't think you could ever bring them back to the U.S. It would no. not work. But they do have like store brand like Mexican. Okay. That, like, That's Hormel. That that, yeah. Now, it's what Hormel, was what made Chi Chi so good? It. Because this was Chi Chi's name on it. This Chi Chi's. This was before like Mexican took over. Now, like a Mexican place in America is a, di- a Mex Tex Max even Mexican food is probably, in my opinion, it like took over. Like as popular as Chinese food was in the eighties and nineties, like in the two thousand fives and the two thousand nows, Mexican food is that popular. Mm-hmm. Like and I think it's my, my it's my personal favorite. Me too. For I being, for being someone that gets confused as being Mexican on a regular basis, uh, I also get confused as being Samoan. Uh, just the other day, someone asked me if I speak Arabic, in Arabic, and then when huh. I went, huh? And then they asked me in English, and I said, no, I'm German. And they looked at me weird, like, why are you buying this food then? I'm like, because it's salty and delicious. You well, people know well, what you're doing when it comes to that. Mexi- there's, in my opinion, there's no better food than Mexican cuisine. No, it's my now, favorite. are you like true Mexican? Like, I mean, there's there's true hardcore Mexican. Then there's that a little bit of a blend. And there's like Tex-Mex because like I was on I was on a job with some guys. They came from Texas. They flew up, and then the two of them met with me and my crew. We did the job, and then they're like, "Oh, you guys want Mexican?" And the DP I was working for, he's like, I know a good place, like legit Mexican place in the little town where I went to college. And we went there and um, we sit down, we order, and it's like legit. Like they speak Mexicanese and, you know, it's <laughs> like serving sizes are like what you would find in other countries other than ours. And uh, then the guy like looked over at the waiter and he's like, uh, can I get some queso? And he looked at him like, what the fuck is queso? Like, he had no idea what he was talking about. And the other guy's like, dude, that's like Tex-Mex. This is like, he looks at his plate like, this is like real Mexican food. Right. And it's the best. It's yeah. so No, I, I like good. it all. I like, I like Tex-Mex. I do. I like Tex-Mex. But I like, I've had real Mexican where I go and, mm-hmm. and I get street tacos and there's no cheese at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then they're fucking delicious. It's a corn mm-hmm. tortilla I made right there in front of you. There's some sort of beef... <laughs> I think <laughs> carne asada they call it, uh, and then they put uh, just onions and peppers in it, and, mm-hmm. and they just give it to you. There, it's actually very light food. It is. Know. It's very yeah. healthy. And it's yeah. delicious. Oh my um, god! You could now. Don't get me wrong. I'll still give it a, take a take a taco uh, any day of the week when when you people are in town for your uh, Christmas tour. We'll uh, <coughs> we'll go find them somewhere and. Blue Monkey we'll get does you take, take a taco, taco on too. Like Tuesdays. 
We'll go find George and get a taco. Yeah, we'll get it. Take a taco. So, um, but Chi-Chi's. What so, what made uh, what made Chi-Chi stand out? Like I never ate there, so. Okay, I heard um, it was their green their their Mexican green onions. Yeah, Mexican green onions. Um, that gave them the sour. <laughs> it gave it gave it a little tang. <laughs> um, it was just it was just another. I mean, really, it's just another. You when know, I read about Chili's, Chi-Chi's, when you uh, told me you were taking... What, what's that? When I read about Chi-Chi's, because mm-hmm. you told me you were taking it, and I saw that the ingredient that made them popular was the ingredient that brought them down, I was like, wow, how it's like almost poetic. <laughs> like the Mexican green onion was their signature ingredient. Yes. And that was um, the ingredient I mean, that t- took t- them down. Chi-Chi's is to Mexican what... Um, uh, uh, what the hell is that place called? That place. What, what kind of food? The one with all the bread. Uh, Olive Garden. Olive Garden. Chi-Chi's is Ugh. Mexican what Olive Garden is Jeez, to Italian. Uh, Good God. Italian food. That's basically what it is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's what it is. But also, back when Chi-Chi's was big, <coughs> we're talking like 80s and 90s, we are... I will I will say this. The, regardless of where people like, like to look at us now, we are... Above and beyond, farther ahead culturally. Yeah, it was Chi-Chi's or Taco as a Bell. People, or, we um, like to experience different. Like, what was the other place that doesn't exist anymore? Um, the other Mexican place that shut down again on Seventh Street, over by Second and Charles. Oh, Don Pablo's. Don Pablo's, yeah. Well, because Don, Don Pablo's used to be the old um, exotic pet store shop where someone had a mountain lion and escaped. And it was awesome because I got off of school because yeah, right. there was a mountain lion running around our town. So Don Pablo's also had a health scare, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which I completely understand because I was f- semi-friends with the siblings of a kid that worked there. Like he was like, they were all teenagers and he was like 30 and he was still living at home and he was washing dishes. And I understand why people there would not eat there anymore. <clears throat> anyway, oh, and on this Olive Garden kick, you know the one by us. I was there once, uh, and fairly recently too, even for myself. Um, you know the chairs have wheels on them. Oh, really? That you can roll yourself under the table and roll yourself back out. So <laughs> we keep beating around a bush about this health scare. What really happened? Do you have okay. a clip? All right. Well, before let me set the stage. So you know, people go get their Mexican. And then what happened was uh, in 2002, no, 2003, in October 2003, Chi Chi's isn't doing so well. And they file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. That's not really good for your company. No, it's not good for anybody. No. That's not good. In November 2003. It might as well be Kenny Rogers after Jerry takes his rat hat off. So let's take a little trip now. Now, in October 2003, they filed for Chapter 11. Let's all take a trip out to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in November 2003. I'm just going to preface this, but I love that Pennsylvania was the state that took this place down. Someone, probably an employee, spread the hepatitis virus by not washing their hands after going to the bathroom. Consumer editor Yvonne Zanos is here now with more on how a company deals with a crisis. That's not how it works. Well, Jen, certainly this is the last kind of publicity a restaurant wants, especially one that is already financially troubled. 
Chi Chi's recently filed for reorganization under Chapter 11 bankruptcy, but the experts say when a public health issue and a restaurant's reputation come together like this, prompt action is vital. Th that's not how it works. You yeah. don't get hepatitis. But that's all the news. I remember this. I remember this story. Because they painted this picture of some fat shit that went to the bathroom, wiped his ass, didn't wash his hands, and went back to the kitchen and started chopping onions. That's the, the picture that the news painted for you. But, but we learned now from modern hepatitis acts that it comes from uh, uh, livestock feces contaminating uh, produce. Yes. And that's probably what it came from. Most likely. It doesn't come from a guy not washing his hands. Because this happened over a span of 14 days. You're saying this guy didn't wash his hands for like two weeks, right? Right. Um, yeah, so there was a big hepatitis A outbreak. And, uh, it killed two people, uh, right? Four. Four. Shit. I think it was... I remember uh, they shut the one down people. at the mall, and it was, it was like a big story. Yeah. Uh, yeah, four people died, and over 600 people uh, were severely sick from this. Uh, and that pretty much... Chi-Chi's was gone. To the Did point the where like, um, they couldn't even like use the buildings... Like out uh, Outback bought them up because I guess their plan was to like basically they bought up Chi Chi's. They were gonna absorb their recipes, right? Absorb their buildings right. and then kind of expand and take over, right? And they're like, "Fuck it!" And they just sell these <laughs> things off and now burn it's to the ground. Down, and now it's a golden corral. So well, no, they burned it to the ground. The they tore it over Chi Chi's. They tore that shit down. Yes. Like it's no like. Like there's no not a, a single minuscule molecule of Chi-Chi's existing anymore. They burned it to the ground. There might there might be some of the carbon from the ashes in your ninety nine cent lobster tail or whatever the fuck <laughs> you pay for that. Now, Squeezer, was this weird that we went the longest ever on this podcast? Like this is our record for us. <laughs> Are we at two hours? We're fucking close. close. I'll, I'll, it was, it's two things. One. We're both in the. I'm in the comfort of my own home, and we can. I can. We have nowhere to second. be. What's that? We have nowhere to be. We have nowhere to be. That's the big one. We could easily do this, you know, if we did one at eight in the morning. But the reason we do them at eight in the morning most of the time is because we have somewhere else to be. We're at somewhere to pay. And uh, also, we can't be drinking at eight. Well, we could be, but Couldn't we're be. respectable adults. So. It, well, it was St. Patrick's Day. What it are we was. doing? What are we talking about next week? Uh, you mentioned music you videos, think? but I'm not sold yet. I don't know. No, I, I, I like it, but Look, I don't know how. Uh, you're on the road. I just I want to make sure that you have the time the that road. you got to do. To we're, listen, we're gonna think of something good. It might be music videos. It might be something else. But we're gonna have a podcast for you next week, because that's what we fucking do. Let us know how this goes. Uh, don't get me wrong. This this worked nice. Yeah, let us. It's it's not as awkward as I thought. I still like being in the room. Right with you you know right. it's just it's a natural vibe it's very you know so if you like this uh instagram us let us know or email us at rad.years at gmail.com i don't think we ever got a fucking email there listen we're on stitcher we're on google play now <laughs> motherfucker so you android You're, hey i get i'm gonna give you credit right here you are a very busy boy on this show i was Thank i'm you. getting this everywhere everywhere you can listen to a podcast pretty much except fucking spotify which is tough to get we're out of music <laughs> All right, I'm going to say goodnight. I didn't even know you were playing it because it cuts out on my end when everyone talks.
I mean, is there just awkward si- Did the music cut out and now it's just quiet? It just went out. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what is it? Oh, that's awesome. But here it is again. You hear it now? I can hear it. All right, I'm going to drown us out. For the Radius Podcast, I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. Good night, everybody.